Welcome to this episode of the We Travel There podcast. We're in Chihuahua, Mexico with my new friend Juan Pablo Carvajal of losmagosoto.com. Juan Pablo was born here, then traveled the world for 15 years. He returned to spend time with family and launches Los Magos Brando Soto. In this episode, Juan Pablo and I talk about taking a trolley tour of the city, visiting the Metropolitan Cathedral of Chihuahua, and finding a speakeasy hidden inside a juice bar. you hear about these three amazing experiences plus a bunch more. If you know someone that wants to visit Mexico, I'd love it if you shared this episode with them. The show notes and our one-page guide to Juan Pablo's tips will be available at wetravelthere.com forward slash chihuahua. Now let's get started. The We Travel There podcast helps you travel like a local by interviewing guests from around the world to uncover the hidden gems of their city by finding out the best things to do, eat, drink, and see from a local's point of view. Whether I'm traveling for business or pleasure, it's important to have clothes that make me look good and feel great. I wear Bluffworks jeans, slacks, dress shirts, and blazers because they're wrinkle-free and are designed for the modern traveler. And if they get dirty, a quick spin in the washing machine, and they're good as new. Go to wetravelthere.com forward slash bluffworks for a special offer and select from the latest styles so you can stay wrinkle-free when you travel. Hey, JP, welcome to the show. Hey, Lee, thank you for having me. Very excited to be here. Right on. So today we're talking about Chihuahua, Mexico, and I know a lot of listeners, and me included, we know about Chihuahua just because we know about the little dogs that run around, and one of my neighbors has one that always tries to bite me, you know. But <laughs> but today we're talking about the Chihuahua, the the city, and it's that's in Mexico, and it's actually part of like the larger desert that actually uh, spans a, a big portion of of the actual country, Mexico, all the way into Texas, New Mexico, Arizona. But today we're going to talk about the city and a lot of things that are going on there in that city. So, what's your connection? to Chihuahua? Well, I am born and raised here in Chihuahua. I have lived here for a while and my roots are in this desert and in this city. And it's a city I love and I love to to talk about and have people know about it. Right on. So for people that aren't familiar with Chihuahua, where is it in, in the country of Mexico? So if you look at the map of Mexico, right in the middle, up north, border with Texas and New Mexico, that big state right in the middle, that's Chihuahua. We like to call it the desert island, right in the middle of very far away from the water and right in the middle of the desert. Okay, cool, cool. And then I think from what I looked at in the map, it seems like it's probably a couple hours due north, maybe even northeast a little bit from Mexico City. Is that correct? Yeah, so we are probably a thousand miles from Chihuahua City all the way to Mexico City. Oh wow, that's a long ways, right? It's a it's a long ways, and it's as I said, Chihuahua is such a big state that it just takes a long time to get out of it, and then to get to Mexico City, it's still another chunk of of the country. Absolutely. So, if, uh, if people are planning to visit Chihuahua, how do we actually get there? Is there a major airport there? Yeah, we have an international airport that has flights coming in from Dallas and also from Chicago. And then if you are flying into Mexico City, of course, you can fly in from Mexico City and other other cities here in Mexico as well. Okay, cool. And um, as far as like the when we come there to visit, what's the weather like throughout the year? And are there any major festivals or other events that happen throughout the year that maybe somebody wants to plan the trip around that? For sure. So desert weather is very predictable, but also sometimes unpredictable, I guess, like everywhere in the world. But desert weather, we have very long, hot season, 
that's maybe happening uh, in the middle of spring, say April, and then running through all the way to maybe September. And it's not necessarily the summer months, it's a chunk of spring and then a chunk of autumn as well. And then we have a bit of a cold winter. It's not too long, but uh, starting December, we'll get some cold months all the way through February, probably maybe a little bit into March. And we don't have those four seasons that everybody or that we think about when we think about the weather. We have mostly a hot season and then a cold season. One of the things that happens here that is very exciting is the rainy season brings out the green uh, in the desert, which for us who live here is the most magical time of the year. And we have most of our festivals, most of our the, the local fair, cattle um, drives, and all that type of, of events happen during the rainy season. Because even though it's a rainy season, it rains very scheduled through the afternoons. So there's a cool wind in the mornings that make it really refreshing to go out and have outdoor activities. And then it might rain for a half an hour or an hour at most. And then we, you can definitely enjoy the outdoors. So this is a time that I would recommend people coming to Chihuahua from the end of July all the way to the beginning of October. Uh, it's really the best time to be around Chihuahua. That's fantastic. Now, I know we'll talk a little bit later about uh, Los Magos and the something called Sotal. As far as it is that, that weather with like the hot season there in, in the summer or is it the rainy? Like, What is it that helps that plant to flourish? Well, one of the things is it's a very slow-growing plant. As you would think of plants in the desert, they're struggling to get good roots in the ground and then to grow. It takes a while because the nourishment they need is not readily available all the time. So it's this rainy season that gives them an opportunity through the years to get some moisture into them, start growing, and then they put it all back into their into their core, into their heart during the cold weather and then wait through the hot months until we get those rainy seasons again so that they can start growing again it's a it's very reminiscent i think of how life is in the desert you work when the opportunity arises and then you wait for long periods of time when the weather is a little bit more difficult yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Now let's step back. Uh, we talked about being able to fly into Chihuahua there. From there, getting from like the airport to like the main part of the city, uh, do we use public transportation? Do we rent a car, use rideshare? Like how do we get around from the airport to the city and then getting around to all the different attractions in the city? Getting a cab at the airport is a very simple and typical way of, of just getting downtown. It's really not that far away. Chihuahua is not a big city. It's easy to get from the airport to downtown and other places. You can always rent a car, and I would recommend that because public transportation is not a very used means of transportation here in Chihuahua. We do have rideshare all over the city, and you can use it as well very much. Me, I prefer to have my own vehicle when I go places, and I would recommend that for people coming to Chihuahua as well. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. And like, I know obviously, you know, a lot of people that go to Mexico, they go to Cabo and Cancun and, you know, some of these other more resorty type of destinations. When we go to those places, you generally, we avoid renting a car probably just because I'm familiar with like the territory. And then you, know, you hear some of the stories, et cetera. If I was going to fly there and drive around, 
is it relatively safe for us or is it something where I'm going to be kind of lost as far as like not knowing where to turn and how to get around? I would say it's very safe. I, I feel like Chihuahua because uh, we have a very, I would say, similar culture in many ways to American culture or border culture. Our city is designed in many ways as American cities would be designed. And in that sense, I would say people coming from the States would have uh, a fairly easy time just figuring out uh, street signs and how the traffic works around Chihuahua. It's very similar to what you guys would have in places in the States. So I wouldn't say it would be difficult. I think people could definitely figure it out. That sounds really cool. Um, now, as far as I know, like I was just in Cancun uh, just recently with my wife, and I know that you don't need a, a visa to get to into the Mexico. You do need your passport, obviously. You know, and like again, in those resort towns, a lot of people speak English. You know, it, you can kind of get a, get around with like broken Spanish and everything else. In Chihuahua, obviously, it's not as big of like a, a tourist destination as some of these other cities. For those of us that don't speak a lot of Spanish, is it going to be easy for us to be able to get around and, and talk to people or? Are there people that speak a lot of English in the town? We do have a lot of English speakers here because, again, we're at the border with the States. A lot of our culture is in many ways influenced by American culture. Uh, speaking English is highly uh, valuable for people here in Chihuahua. So I would say even with broken English, you can definitely get around. People will definitely be helpful, try to help you out, uh, try to speak as much English as they can. And I would say people coming here will meet people who speak English very easily. So I think it's safe to say that people who know a little bit of Spanish or maybe just want to get around with English, they can probably do it fairly well here in Chihuahua. That's really good to know because I know that a lot of uh, a lot of travelers I speak with that aren't really familiar with a lot of international destinations, they're worried about, you know, are they going to be able to understand me? Am I going to be able to understand them? And those, those type of things. And then sometimes that, that prevents them from traveling internationally. And so knowing that, the English is pretty well spoken uh, around around the town makes people feel a little bit more at ease in traveling to a destination like Chihuahua. Now, as far as um, getting around and, and finding a place to stay, do you have any recommendations as far as like you know, a couple of boutique hotels or something like that where we can get a little bit more of like the local flavor of, of being there? Definitely. For me, uh, staying downtown Chihuahua is it's a great experience because you get to experience the more historical part of the city with the historical buildings, cathedrals and such. And right downtown, right next to the cathedral, is a very beautiful boutique hotel that used to be an old casona, an old hacienda type of house turned into this boutique hotel. I believe it has only 11 rooms. It is very nice. It's called Hotel Central Boutique, which translates to Central Hotel, Central Boutique Hotel. They have a great restaurant. They have a great bar. The rooms are very nice, also with a lot of the Chihuahuan typical design and influence. And then as you step out into the street, you're right on the pedestrian street, right next to the cathedral, right in the main plaza where everything happens here. So I would definitely recommend that one. Any other recommendations? Yes, there is another one that is a bit further also in downtown, a couple of blocks from the cathedral called Hotel Doroteo. And one of the most renowned persons here in Chihuahua is uh, Pancho Villa. 
an outlaw that fought in the Revolutionary War here in Chihuahua. And this uh, hotel is called Doroteo because his real name was actually Doroteo. And it sits right next to some beautiful traditional architecture from uh, the beginning of the last century and the late uh, 1800s in a very historic part of town. It's a very nice, beautiful hotel, a small seven room, also very nice. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, I, as much as I love using miles and points when I travel and, and staying at Marriott's and Hilton's and everything else like that, finding places like that that have that, that character and that history, I think is part of the whole travel experience. So obviously we're going to try to check out Los Magos and, and maybe I'm not sure if you have a, a tasting room or something like that for your Sotol. But beyond that, what are some of the other things we should be doing when we're visiting in uh, Chihuahua? So I, w- I would say, again, coming to downtown Chihuahua is an experience in itself because if you're here during the weekend, it's a gathering place for a lot of the people in Chihuahua, people who have their days off and are just getting together. You have a great atmosphere in the plaza where you can get some really traditional stuff to eat and drink around different places, street carts and local restaurants and bars. There's an amazing museum downtown that holds used to hold the post office, and now it has an exhibition of Chihuahuan history in it, which is really, I would say, illustrative for people coming to Chihuahua, learning a little bit of, of the history here. Right in front of that is the governor's office, which is open to visits every day, and it has also these beautiful murals that talk about the traditions of Chihuahua. We are in cattle raising country. So it, there's a lot of, of imagery that evokes that that tradition. There is a lot of history that happened in Chihuahua through independence and revolutionary wars. Chihuahua was a, a central point and sometimes even the turning point for a lot of, of the things that happened historically. And, and in, in the governor's office, you can find the murals that illustrate this history. And, and I think it's very, very nice to see. Of course, walking into the main plaza, just going to the cathedral, which is carved in Chihuahua limestone that was built in the in an era where Chihuahua was very much a mining town. It really allows you to, to step into another era and, and see how people saw themselves and saw the city in other eras. And I think just downtown walking around, you get the sense of what Chihuahua is about. You get a lot of, of places where people will probably be very welcoming and, and you'll have an opportunity to taste typical dishes, but also see and hear the music of Chihuahua and actually see its people. That for me, uh, going to places in, in a lot of ways is seeing people and how they live. And I think that's how I like to experience culture. There's a a big coming alive part of, of seeing people live their lives and enjoy their spaces that tells you how, how a place is lived. And I think that's the sense you can get downtown in Chihuahua. And of course, there are some historical buildings that you could go into, learn a little bit more about Chihuahuan uh, culture. And then I would finish it up uh, back at the boutique hotel, Hotel Central, for a cocktail and a dinner. That sounds like a really good day. Yeah, like you said that some destinations, they're very touristy and, and it's obviously it's not part of like their normal their normal culture. 
But like you said, you know, being able to be in that downtown and just kind of immersing yourself in the culture of the people just living their daily lives, I think that's a better way to kind of experience it. Now, you mentioned earlier about a museum. Is that the uh, Casa Chihuahua or is that a different museum? That is exactly Casa Chihuahua. Casa Chihuahua had a, has a very interesting history. It used to be the central post office in Chihuahua. It also became a federal, the federal government building in Chihuahua State. And then it was decommissioned and became this museum called Casa Chihuahua, which literally translates to Chihuahua home or Chihuahua's house. And that's where you can really see a little bit of that culture and and history of Chihuahua all in one place through a beautiful building that really shows you what what Chihuahua is all about. I love that. Now, as far as um, you being able to walk around and explore the town, uh, you know, sometimes people are a little afraid or maybe they're just not able to get around as easy. Is there like a a tour bus that you might recommend or or some sort of like tour like that where visitors can get kind of like handheld and and walked around uh, to different places that way they can uh, have somebody explaining some of the history instead of them just kind of poking their head into places. Totally. There's a very nice trolley that goes around downtown. They pick you up right by the cathedral and they'll drive you to all the historical sites. Their tour guides will show you around, will explain everything. And I think it's a great opportunity for people, as you say, who might want a little bit more information through some some of the local guides and people who know their their history it's a great opportunity for them using the turibus the tourist bus to go around get these explanations look at all the sites find those uh smaller stories that give life to the places and and it's definitely uh the turibus a, a great way to do it here in chihuahua for sure. And then kind of like on the opposite end of that spectrum, you know, a lot of the listeners are, they're really into like outdoors and exploring and like riding bikes and kind of, and like hiking the trails and climbing some, some mountains and things like that. Is there an, an opportunity for that there as well? Yes. Uh, here in Chihuahua, we have some beautiful parks and they are centered around the reservoirs. As you can imagine, water for us here in the desert is one of the most precious things we have. And because the reservoirs that serve Chihuahua are located not very far away, they uh, there's three of them and they connect. They built a beautiful park around these reservoirs where people can take a stroll, go for a bike ride, uh, explore some of the na- natural spaces, even go into the reservoirs in kayaks and, and pedaling boats. And it's it's really a, a unique experience. Also, if you go right outside the city, there's a couple of hiking trails that take you through a very typical Chihuahuan desert landscape where you will see the the nature that, that surrounds Chihuahua City, the, the nature that is typical, very thorny, very... Uh, stony and dry, but I like to say that there is really a magic in the desert that it's sometimes unexplored or unseen. And until you have the time to walk around it and and actually look a little deeper into it, you find this magic. And you can do it around Chihuahua, Santa Isabel, Santa Eulalia, these little towns that are right by the city they have these opportunities to go into different places, even old mines around the city where gold and silver used to be collected are now tourist attractions and you can get there easily. It'll, it'll be a great way to learn history, but also nature. 
Oh, that's really cool. Now, uh, the place you mentioned with like the the bicycle trails and walkways is that a uh, tres presas? Correct, tres presas, which means three reservoirs, and the park it's connected. It it really it is very and a very extended piece of land, and it you might be able to spend a whole day there without circling back to where you started. Uh, you can go through the reservoirs around them into some natural areas. It has a cycling path. It has a running path. It has some recreational areas that are sitting by the reservoirs where you can spend time with your family, have a picnic, enjoy the sights, enjoy a beautiful sunset, or if you're there early, a beautiful sunrise for sure. That sounds fantastic. Now, obviously, if you're out there on the trails and, and hiking around and riding your bikes, et cetera, you're going to work up an appetite. And I know that all the different areas that I visit in Mexico, like each one of the regions has like a, like a specialties as far as food and different unique flavors and everything like that. Uh, what are some of the places we should go uh, find some really good food? I know that like um, one of the places I looked at was like Distrito uh, Uno, like a restaurant complex. And I know there's that. And then there's some other places that you might recommend. Definitely. So, as I mentioned before, here in Chihuahua, we are in cattle country, right? And and a lot of our gastronomy is focused on beef and meat, but there's a beautiful combination because we uh, also grow a lot of chilies, different types of chilies, and there's the typical stews that are typical dishes of Chihuahua are the combination of these meats and then the chiles and, and different types of of vegetables that we grow around here. So if you go into Distrito Uno, what you will get definitely is the more high-end, maybe a little bit more cosmopolitan, maybe a little bit more upbeat type of space where there is La Cocineria, for example, is a restaurant that is focused on serving Omakase-style meals that will definitely present a typical Chihuahuan flavor mixed with a more global understanding of what food can be and how we can bring different tastes to what's typical in Chihuahua. You'll find some places that are focused on merging the sea and the land. And that's one of the things that because we're in the middle of the desert, far from the sea, is not very typical in Chihuahua, but that we enjoy very much and that chefs here have tried to do and and, and do well. Sulawe is a good place for that. And then if you want a nightcap or if you just want to stay and and have a good time with your friends, there's a couple of typical cantina style restaurants that will serve drinks up until late at night uh, with great music and a a good ambiance. Dos Aguas is one of those places. And I would definitely recommend if you're going to Distrito Uno that you visit La Cocineria, Sulawe and Dos Aguas. Now I'm getting hungry just uh, just hearing about all these places, right? Now, as far as if we want like a, a to start the day with a good breakfast, uh, where would we go for that? Definitely. So one of the things that we do really well, or at least that I enjoy very much here in Chihuahua, is barbacoa. And barbacoa, I think maybe a lot of us already know about it around uh, taco places everywhere. But the barbacoa that we make here in Chihuahua, I would say, is very unique because of our focus on cattle raising our barbacoa is made of pure beef and it's very very delicious it's a typical cook barbacoa that gets cooked in the ground slowly cooked so that it brings out all the flavors and it becomes a very soft delicious 
tacos. So we do tacos and then we also do tortas, which are uh, basically a barbacoa sandwich. And to go and, and try these, there's a couple of places you can do it. And for me, the best one is called Barbacoa Estilo Parral, which is a place that started as a street cart. Now it has its own place where people flock to every weekend and have their nice breakfast right there. So I, I would definitely recommend that place. That sounds really amazing. Now, uh, my son's been really into burritos recently. Uh, do you have any recommendations for that? Yes. Here in Chihuahua, uh, not Chihuahua City, but up north to us in Ciudad Juarez is where burritos were invented. And the flour tortillas is a very typical thing here in Chihuahua. So we do uh, have a lot of burritos. And one of the places that I enjoy very much is called Montados La Junta. And the montados part means that it's a different type of burrito. We have burritos that just are served bean burritos with cheese or uh, maybe some of, of the stews I, went, I was mentioning before, chile pasado, chile colorado, even chile relleno, which is a pepper that's stuffed with, chi with cheese and then cooked with egg and then into a burrito, which is incredible. But the montados, they also put a little spread of beans, of refried beans on the tortilla. They'll put in meat or whatever stew you want. And then you can put some vegetables and sauces on them. And you'll have this very big burrito that's called a montado here in Chihuahua. And that is a typical dish. And I would definitely recommend montados la junta to try that. Oh, that sounds amazing. And sounds really filling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Very much. Well, um, last thing, if, if we want to have like a, like a nightcap or something like that, uh, maybe a little ambiance as far as dancing or just like a place to sit down with friends and have a drink. Do you have any recommendations for that? Yes. So as I mentioned before, uh, Distrito Uno will have that upbeat, more cosmopolitan bars that are really, really nice. You can have some really amazing cocktails there or just sit down, try some of the great Mexican spirits and, and a beer and enjoy the, the ambiance and maybe even get some dancing in. But also, if you want to spend some more time downtown, there are really nice bars that are starting to create some noise here in Chihuahua with great mixologists, people exploring new flavors, great cocktails. There's a couple of speakeasies that you can definitely find out if you talk to, to people at the hotel, how to get into them with great cocktails. One of them called Once Upon. There is the a very nice cocktail bar called Hanky. Also a very relaxed and neighborhood style bar downtown called Gaba Gaba, which I think is really a cool place to go see young people and enjoy the music and, and just have a very relaxed, good time here downtown in Chihuahua. Well, JP, all this sounds really amazing. And Chihuahua wasn't on my list because I just thought about the little dog all these years. But uh, <laughs> now I'm going to have to like plan a trip to come down there and, and check everything out. It sounds so amazing. You're always welcome here. Absolutely. So now it's time for the final countdown. If somebody only had time for one meal when they visited Chihuahua, where should they go and what should they eat? Oof, I'm going to say they should go to Sulawe which is this restaurant in Distrito Uno, and tried some of their beef ribs. 
they are incredible just the way they're spiced and and flavored with some typical chihuahuan uh, flavors made to perfection that will slip off the the bone just tender and delicious i would definitely try that in sulawe nice so my mouth is watering for sure <laughs> now like you said you grew up in chihuahua and you came you went out and ventured around the world and came back and started your business here and i'm sure you've had some really amazing stories what's one of the most memorable Oof. well chihuahua fills me with stories this is where i learned to to be a person this is a place that taught me how to to be helpful and also be mindful of my of my community and chihuahua is one of those places that surprise you when when you are least aware from just the nature of being in the middle of the desert and having a torrential rain cover the city in a way that you've never seen before and for me specifically i was born in, a, in an era where chihuahua was in a terrible drought so the first time i remember seeing a storm coming to town and just pour water on us was one of the most happy moments in my life i cannot even explain it it's just so weird that we sometimes think of, of rainy days as sad days but for us here in chihuahua that day was the most exciting day everybody was outside just getting wet and just enjoying the rain it was something amazing to see all the kids and maybe i was uh, seven eight years old and it was this torrential rain and we were playing in the water and just enjoying ourselves so much it really burned into my brain and now that i think about it every time i think about it i remember that we are in a place that celebrates life and life is water and that is something that i always will have and i always enjoy oh that's fantastic my daughter is seven years old and i can just imagine her running around outside playing in the rain like that like what you're doing so yep. <laughs> i'm bringing a smile to my face that's for sure <laughs> so uh so speaking of happy times and, and good memories where's the happiest happy hour in chihuahua Oof. One of the happiest happy hours in Chihuahua is at Gaba Gaba downtown. So this very nice neighborhood bar, it's 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 just chilled and relaxed and the happy hours are great because they're serving the combo of a great Mexican liquor or destillate. You can have mezcal, you can have tequila, you can have sotol, and you can have a beer with it. And it, this combos just are really good to get you going right in the middle of the afternoon great happy hour for a saturday afternoon downtown chihuahua at gawa gawa that sounds pretty perfect now one of the things i always do whenever i travel is check out the local pizza where would i go for the best place for pepperoni pizza in chihuahua <laughs> that is a great question because i i've been thinking about this for a while and i i think one of the things that we have here in chihuahua is that we are very much in the typical traditional food landscape, but you can't escape a good pepperoni pizza. And, and I would say for great pizza, you go to the Cocineria and they have a very good sourdough pizza there that's made in, in a, a wood oven that just comes out perfect. So I would say in Distrito Uno at La Cocineria, the pizza they serve there is amazing. Oh, that sounds fantastic. Yeah. Whenever I can find a good pizza like that, it uh, definitely warms my heart. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I, I know you t uh, we kind of touched on this a little bit. You, you traveled all over the world and came back to Chihuahua. 
throughout all those travels, I'm sure you've you've amassed some different travel tips. Uh, which one are your best? So I would say always, always, always be sure to keep your possessions in a place where you know where they're at. So this is something that, of course, everybody thinks about. Uh, you got your cell phone, you got your wallet, maybe your passport. Can't lose them. You have to keep them with you. So always, always, always carry them in a place where you always know where they are. Having said that, I would say the best thing about traveling around the world is that you have an opportunity to see other culture, to understand other people, to get immersed in a different environment. So I would say my biggest tip for anybody out there would be go out there with an open mind. Feel yourself be an explorer and have that joy of discovering new things. Things that maybe take you outside of your comfort zone are the things that are going to really show you new and exciting experiences in a new culture. So keep that open mind. Be sure to have that opportunity. Give yourself two seconds to uh, hold in that reaction that might be counterproductive and just enjoy the places with an open mind. Oh, absolutely, JP. I really appreciate you sharing all these amazing tips and kind of along those same lines, experiencing new things. You know, before we talked, I'd actually never heard of uh, Sotol. You know, obviously I've heard of Mezcal and, and tequila, but I haven't heard about this the, this different type of drink. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you do and, and a little bit about Los Magos? Definitely, definitely. So I'll start with Sotol. Sotol is a typical spirit from the Chihuahuan Desert, this huge extension of territory, as we said before, in the northern part of Mexico, in the states of Texas, New Mexico, and Arizona, where a beautiful plant grows that people have used traditionally to make this spirit. And Sotol, being the typical spirit of the desert, has had a, a history of being hidden to a lot of people, to the world, until recently. And for us, me and, 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 and the people in, in Los Magos, we had an opportunity to go out there and show people the beauty and the richness and the culture of the Chihuahuan Desert through what I like to call a cultural asset that is Sotol. So we built this company called Los Magos to get out there and show the world that the Chihuahuan Desert has a beautiful thing to offer. It's delicious. It's an artisanally made spirit that really encapsulates the ecosystem where the plant grows this desert land with its grasslands and its maybe sometimes mountainous areas. And it really shows through the artisanal process where we cook it in the ground, we open ferment it, we triple distill it in copper stills and try to extract the essence of that plant and of this ecosystem of this land and put it into this bottle. And with this bottle, what you get is an experience that is really new to a lot of people and that we wish for people to see it and enjoy it in a way that maybe they'll look at the Chihuahuan Desert and get excited about visiting it and learning about its culture and hopefully being here in Chihuahua City and, and enjoying what we have to offer here as well. Wow, what a wonderful story. And I can't wait for some of those bottles to arrive here in the Nashville liquor stores so I can try it for myself. I know you're actually going to probably be here in like the February time frame of February 2023. So looking forward to being able to meet you and, and try it then. Uh, again, JP, I really appreciate you coming on and sharing all these amazing tips. If somebody has questions about Los Magos, about Chihuahua, about anything else you have going on, what's the best way to reach you on social media? 
Uh, you guys can reach me at Juan Toma Sotol. Translates to Juan Drinks Sotol on Instagram. And that's a, that's probably the best way to reach me. You can also email me at Juan Pablo at losmagosotol.com. And I would love to keep this conversation going. I'm so excited to be going to Nashville next year. Really excited to meet you in person. Hopefully we can enjoy some Sotol together. That sounds fantastic. Well, thank you for coming on the show and we look forward to seeing you when we travel there. Awesome. You're always welcome. Thank you so much, Lee. What a fun conversation with Juan Pablo. Before our interview, I had no idea that the Chihuahuan Desert was so massive. And I can't wait to try Sotol in my local bar. You can find all the links we talked about today and our one-page guide to Juan Pablo's tips at wetravelthere.com forward slash chihuahua. We want to say thank you to Bluffworks for being an affiliate partner in today's episode. Bluffworks offers many styles to fit your needs so that way you can stay wrinkle-free while traveling. Go to wetravelthere.com forward slash Bluffworks and use the promo code LEAD to save 10% off your order. Join us next time as we chat about the best way to save money on flights with my good friend, Spencer Howard of Straight to the Points. In this episode, Spencer and I talk about how to find discounted flights, why being flexible is key, and why you should avoid one common strategy that could backfire on you. We hope you join us when we travel there. If you've enjoyed this podcast episode, please share it with your friends and tell them what you like most. Make sure you follow us on your favorite podcast app. That way you won't miss any of our upcoming destinations. <laughs>